Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Raid Chat, your podcast for news. Like cheap Chinese knockoff Savage Bloods or something. I know girls in this guild that don't train as much as you. Class tips. Yay, because that mastery is tasty. All us brown classes the same? Ban you? Yeah. yeah. Boss strategies. But it's quite delightful. It's, it's not too bad. It's very, it should be very simple. Bludgeon oh no, balls. not shooting balls. Friggin' reflecting prism spreads like AIDS. And everything else you care about in World of Warcraft. I was like, does that make you a scruffy turd herder? Fooling around. Stop. What? He's not summoning anybody but me. Can we get a Jeeves and then go pee? Five, four, three, two, one. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Raid Chat. My name is Brent, I'm your host, and with me today I have the fellas. First up we have not the tool man, Tim, what's happening? What up? Tim oh. <laughs> Alright, and then we have looks like he could be Muzi's biological father, Marcus, how's it going? That's my baby. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. I walked around. I did some some cool heroic leaping and fury blade storming and shit with uh, the baby strapped to my back. That's awesome. All right, this is gonna be a loosey goosey show. We're gonna be all over the place. I guarantee it. This is not gonna be good. So maybe if, a little bit. So if you're actually a fan of what we normally do, uh, I'm sorry because uh, it's been a hell of a week, a hell of a raid night, and a hell of a lot of beers apparently. But we might get to that in a second. But uh, so, guys, fellas, dudettes, uh, what have we been up to this week? And wow, uh, I guess I'll go first. I'm going to say a lot of nothing. I haven't had that much time. I returned to work from my illustrious vacation only to find that the dude that had covered my route is a complete and utter slap nut and fucked all kinds of things. Didn't tell people about shit was going on. Prices changed when I was on vacation, so I was having to help retailers get new retails so i was working a lot of overtime and didn't get a whole lot of time to play now that's an excellent lot of bad uh backstory on me but as far as raid goes we uh we did some stuff tuesday we went into normal we did pretty well uh we got up to scenarius before we ran out of time and decided to go into heroic tonight and uh take on nathendra and we came so close so close as i almost knocked the recorder off the thing um yeah now that i've finished talking so fast that my head spinning um we did pretty well i think uh a lot of improvement that we had some some people coming and going throughout raid you know like you know fill-ins and swap outs and we you know we have mechanics down we might still be a little short on gear um there are a few execution things we can tweak but towards the end of the night we really had it and we actually hit the enrage timer twice and uh, we got we had a lot of silly wipes due to just silly stuff like maybe we had been drinking too much of the fire water, who knows? Um, a lot of you know stuff that we had gotten the pull before. You know, just all it takes is one person to drop some poo or turn the breath in the wrong direction or a tank to not taunt at the right time and have the boss go veering off across the room or uh, uh, somebody to make a raid call that's not the raid leader. You know, it just doesn't. You know, shit happens. I'm not salty about it. I'm I'm kidding. I only say these things to make them mad. Uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, I've barely had enough time to keep up my emissary quests and get enough mats to, for my raid consumables. So that's what I've done this week. Marcus, what have you done in WoW this week? Uh, well, I've been, I haven't played as much this week as I have in the past couple of weeks, but I did get the Corrupted Ashbringer skin today. That's very nice. Very nice, very nice. It actually wasn't as difficult as I thought. Yeah, I'm still looking for the warrior skin, so yeah, no. It's great. It's great. Now, congratulations on that. Uh, what is, how did you how did you feel about raid tonight? How did you feel it went? I thought it went well. There was um you know little things that kept happening. Um, you know things that are avoidable that kept happening each pull. I'm gonna interrupt and, you uh, for just for a second. Like I, you should really lose like 20 pounds or grease up that chair, brah. Like what are you sliding around on some some uh, like some some vinyl? Is that what it sounds like? Wait, what, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't hear that the chair creaking? Nobody else hears that chair creaking? Is that just me? No. Alright, well, that's great. It. Great radio. But continue. Continue with your story about how tonight went. I just felt the need to interject like a jackass. 
Oh, well, anyway, um, you know, little things here and there were causing uh, the raid to wipe, like standing too close in the melee stack. Or, uh, you know, you turn around and then there's a healer behind you and you walk into them and they take three stacks of rock. You know, little little things like that that are causing a, a huge wipe. And, you know, normally, I, you know, I, 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 I was having a discussion with Marcus earlier in the week, uh, like how my my emotions during raid is like you know it's like everything's great start in great you know let's go let's go let's go um and then like the uh as the pressure escalates the longer you spend on a boss like a up to 10 up to 10 then i'll reset to zero like i'll go back to okay no it's fine it's fine everybody just we're breathing we're going and it's like god damn it god damn it god damn it okay everything's fine and then back to zero and i think i did pretty good at staying zero all night until like one of the last pulls we reset and i watched like a group of like five melee and a healer just stand in one place rot goes off and everybody has like four stacks of rot or infested right off the bat i was like what are you guys doing stop like it was bad um but other than that uh i you know it is uh it, that's how it went but uh, what about you tim what have you been up to this week uh i just been trying to do more world quests um and trying to gear up a little bit more off of the world quests and at it hasn't been going very well uh i've not been winning the uh Titanforge lottery at all so yeah but that's about it i've been trying to like get some more gear and get some artifact power which uh you know is useful of course getting your your weapon up more but uh yeah that's about it well how did how do you feel about uh tonight's raid and how that went uh it was a little rough it was better it was definitely better than we have done in the past um but yeah, people still need probably a bit more gear and uh, uh, practice on shit. I don't think anybody so, needs a bit more gear. I think people need to stop doing stupid stuff and die. Yeah, just just a little bit. Like it's it's very close. It's very close to like killing heroic stuff. Yeah, you know, we're, stuff. Yeah, very we're, close. Um, we're very close to it, and it's uh it's a little frustrating, but also you know it's like it it it's improved. A great deal since we started yeah and we had another interesting problem and you know i'll talk you both about this problem now instead of later uh we had an interesting problem arise twice since we last recorded um the first time uh, first one is of course we're recruiting people so anybody interested space balls to guild Turalian us um looking for range dps primarily now but we had, I was not approached by not one, but two tanks over the course of the weekend that wanted to join the raid team. And of course, we already have two primary tanks that are, you know, have really, uh, Tim being one and Roger being our other, that have really set forth and put in the front end effort. And it's a whole lot harder to switch classes and roles this expansion with how the artifact weapons work. And so it's like, uh, you know, man, we, we, you know, I ended up telling him we don't have, uh, we didn't really have the space for him. He was welcome to join his DPS. He had no interest in that. And then I had a, another one that was essentially the same story. Uh, one of them pitched themselves way harder than the other. Like one guy was really adamant about joining us and playing with us. Um, and you know, he, I extended the offer to join the guild until he found, uh, another team to be on, or if we ended up with enough players to maybe run two teams, you know, all that was offered to him. Um, he, I'm going to assume he declined because I haven't heard anything back from him since I sent him that, that, that in-game mail. But, um, then tonight we had too many healers. Well, the rest of the fucking time we've had people switch, you know, switching off, you know, off heal or plugging in healers or doing this. And then tonight I'm looking at it as like, we might actually have to run two, five, eight. Like, cause you know, we've been struggling to keep healers. So I don't want to tell a healer they can't come. Um, so Ultimately, we had one of them switch to a DPS character, um, but uh, it was like, damn, now now I have too many healers. Now, where are all my range DPS at? I'm looking at a mage and a hunter. Like, the rest of these DPS uh, is is melee. It's like, guys, come on, where were they at? Got a warlock, too. Let's not forget about the warlock. Warlock's my boo. Um, but uh, that's, 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 you know, it's an interesting thing. Like, uh... Have you guys ever experienced the too many tank problem before? Like, is it just me, or does that seem like a rarity? 
Tim? No, I joined this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. No, that's weird. Like, I, I've i never been in a guild or a raider before where, like, like too many tanks. Like, people like tanks want to join. Like, hey, like, I want to join. And I'm a tank. And, yeah, no. It's usually you're begging tanks to join. And, you know, groups want, they need a tank. And we don't need a tank. That's the problem. Like, we don't need any more tanks. We need ranged. And there's all these tanks who are apparently are amazing who want to join. And it's like, yeah, sorry. Sorry. What about you, Marcus? Have you ever been in a guild that's been too heavy on tanks? No. When I joined this guild, there there were no tanks. And I was the tank. And then we went through trial and error of, of bad tanks until we found Timmy here. And then we were the tanks. And that was it. Had a bad, and then he still had a bad tank. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, Warriors are just awful. Oh, yeah, poor Tim's so bad at it. Uh, yeah, if, he could just, if he could just taunt Nathendra on time and not kite her across the groom, it'd be great. That was one time! <laughs> one time. And I was drunk. I was really... The boss killed you in the back, man. I got she fucking She, she went through I him. I fucked, I fucked up a taunt. I fucked up a taunt and I murdered us all. I'm sorry. She, she went through him and murdered him from the back before he was like, oh yeah, I missed the taunt. That is one thing of... Oh, listen, that is one thing of tanks. You fuck up. You're like, oh god, I murdered us all! Like, uh, that is that is the pressure of being a tank. No, and that's, and that's why I don't tank. Because like if I if I walk in the poo and blow us all up, that's one thing. But I like something like that where I'm like, oh, I didn't hit the one button. Now as as we're I, as all soon dead. As I fucked up and I realized like I saw the the like the the uh, DBM timer and I just was like I was kind of just in the zone. I taunted like, oh shit, that was not on me. That was on Roger. Like I was like, I've murdered us all. I'm sorry. We're done. Peace out. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was great. That was amazing. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, that was weird. And then you know, I have been in groups that have had surplus healers before. That's been a thing that I've experienced. But that's often you know, nowadays you can just fix that with more DPS. Like if we if we're honestly going to have five healers show up on the reg, which we won't, because one of them only shows up on Friday. So. It's kind of weird because we have more DPS show up on Tuesday than Friday. I hate that people don't show up for both raids. I really hate it. And I understand that they can't, but and I'm really behind the fact that they can't, and I don't want to tell people that can't show up both nights to, to not show sucks. up. But logistically, it's a fucking nightmare. So, especially since Tuesday night's farm night, so all these people are just farming the same gear, aren't there for progression. It's, it's a... It's a it's a goddamn fiasco. That, but that's that's the um, that's the thing with being like casual. Like, I again, I hate the term. I think I used it in our our pilot episode. But the term casual core, or like our high end casual, like because we're not super casual. Like that's not we're not just like let's just you know we, oh yeah we got a new normal boss. Like that's not us. You know we're we're somewhere a little beyond that. Where, you know, heroic is a legitimate challenge and we want to, you know, progress slowly through heroic. That's where we want to be. And normal, just too easy for us. But, like, you know, some people can show up or, like, there's some people that's like, yeah, I'm going to be there, but I'm always going to be late this day or, you know, what have you. Everybody has lives and jobs and shit and it's just a logistical nightmare. So, but they're all good people, mostly, except for, you know, one or two of them. They know who they are. Talking to you, Cuervo. You know who I'm talking President about. Present company included. Present company included. Yes, I'm the worst. I am, I'm the biggest jerk. But uh, no, that's um, yeah, that's that's that. So I guess with that, I mean, anybody have anything to add about what they did this week or how the raid went or anything like that? No, uh, I haven't had a chance to do a keystone yet, which is kind of disappointing. Those are fun. I, I know. Really? I need to do yeah. one too. Keystones are amazing. Like, uh, I mean, they're not that bad. Like, they're not much worse than a regular Mythic, and they give better gear. Better gear than yeah, actually the, a what, normal, which is hilarious. What's the highest Here's Keystone you've done, though, Tim? Oh. Tim, what's the highest Keystone you've done? 
Oh, just two. See, uh, okay. He's like, yeah, they're much much harder than Mythic. But yeah. but they are, but they're but they're they're still better than than doing normal raids, uh, yeah, which no, is hilarious. You. What were you gonna say, Marcus? About about here's the thing. So I've noticed this, and uh, I don't know if it's just the, the groups that I'm queuing up for are melee heavy, but I'm at eight fucking fifty five, eight fifty five, and I get declined for groups on the rig. I don't get it. Because you are a rep paladin, I'm telling you, they're everywhere. Everyone dusted off their goddamn rep paladin for this expansion. It's like, I bet you if they pulled up like an infographic of like the most played class in spec, it's goddamn rep paladins. It's actually druid. Druid, like one spec of druid or just druid as the class? I think druid is like the number one by like a large chunk. I'm talking about like spec, like because druid has four specs. So, like, across druids, like, there may be more druids. But I'm talking about specifically DPS specs. I guarantee you, Rhett is way up there, along with Demon Hunter. Considering the amount of people I saw farming the the, the, the slime for the Ashburn, I'd say you're right. I'd say there are a fuck ton of Rhett DPS out there. We haven't had to do a, I haven't had to do a whole lot of group fighter this expansion, so I can't speak personally on that. Um, but I also avoid group find it like a plague like i'll be on and it's like all right let's do mythic plus and i'm pulling a group together and it's like all we need is one more dps and i'm like oh we don't have a fucking guildy guess we're not going <laughs> like that's 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 me that's i'm that guy so um but no i guess if we got nothing else i can go ahead and do this thing over here we can go on into the to the to the news that's the button let's do it News, everyone! The slime is flowing again! This week's news that you've probably already read is brought to you by Paps Blue Ribbon, apparently. So, uh, that's a thing. What do we got tonight? Uh, I guess, Tim, you can go first. What do you, what do you got for me? Oh, uh, what do we have for news? Uh, oh, so, let's see. Uh, the big news this week. Uh, I think it's really important. So people who have alts, they are changing the way that it works for alter world quests that the second you unlock it on one character, uh, you unlock it on all characters. So you don't have to keep doing friendly on everything to unlock your world quest. The second you hit 110, uh, that's it. You get your flight whistle and you can start doing world quests and also the uh, uh, what are those two, the two uh, mythic quest, two mythic dungeons, Arcway and Vault of uh, no not Vault Arcway and Arcway and uh, Court of Stars. I think the other Court of Stars, yes, will be unlocked immediately. So that's kind of amazing. People have been asking for that, and uh, that was a great change, I think, because. That's kind of ridiculous for all of us who have a bunch of alts. And uh, it'll be great. Second you hit 110, you can start doing world quests. Great. Great. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Like, I, Because I, that was a problem we did run into because we did have a, a DPS that was like, all right, we're short on healers. We're going to switch to a healer. And uh, she kind of got... She was going to be ready by Tuesday for Tuesday's normal clearing, um, we ended up bringing her anyway, but she kind of got stuck by the, like, the time gating of, of Suramar and, and the world quest. So, uh, you know, it'll be great for people that are, that are looking to gear an alt or try and catch up with an alt to replace their main to be able to kind of jump back into that stuff. Uh, the big thing that everybody seems to be talking about this week or, or writing articles about or what have you is a, I want to say it's a Polish magazine misquoted or quoted. They said that Tom Chilton had told them that they had, uh, that WoW had 10.1 million subscribers um, currently. And we all know that about a year ago they stopped reporting their subscriber numbers. That's like a thing they're like, nah, we're not going to do that anymore. So, uh, when this magazine comes out with it, everybody's like, oh, bruh, 10.2, like, that's kind of, that's, that's average, I mean, that's to be expected, you know, that's, I think that's basically been the number of subscribers that they've reported immediately after a new expansion launch for the past two or three expansions, um, so, 
that'd be great. But then Blizzard has since come out and said, uh, that's not, you know, the, the, we talked to Tom and the interviewer or the, uh, the media outlet must have misunderstood or misinterpreted the answer that he gave to another question. Which, to me, is, you know, sure, if if they if they really want to be so hardcore on this uh, not reporting subscriber numbers thing, and I just don't know why it's such a big deal. Like, so, if they made it up, yes, it's a big deal. Like, if somebody, a media outlet, made it up and reported it as true fact based on an interview with Mr. Chilton that uh, the subscriber number had reached a certain point... Then yeah, I understand coming out and being like, no, that's that's incorrect, blah blah blah, to, to refute that information. You can't let that information out, be out there if it's incorrect um, or wasn't given. Now, if it it very well could be like a thing where uh, he was talking to somebody and may have let something slip, and they had to sort of uh, retract that information. But again, that doesn't seem like a very Blizzard move. Like, if somebody announces something they're not supposed to, I don't think they would immediately try and refute or discredit that information. They might say, whoopsie, that's on us. You know, we didn't mean to reveal that information as soon as we wanted, or blah, blah, blah. Um, so, it's just an incredibly weird scenario. Did you guys either, either you guys catch wind on this, Marcus? Nope. I haven't heard anything about that before today. All right, what about Tim? What about you, Tim? Yeah, I I have seen that uh, the info that all of a sudden like uh, because obviously it was a big thing that while subscriptions had gone way down in uh, World of the Draenor, yeah, and then all of a sudden you know this expansion hit and oh shit they went way up, which would be a big deal and I wouldn't be surprised because this expansion is amazing, but uh, yeah they 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 won't. They won't make that an official announcement. Yeah. So they keep they 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 won't yeah they won't say that it's it's gone up by like ten million or whatever it was. Well, I the think they, they he, he was quoted as saying it was at ten million, not had gone yeah, up ten at, million, not up by ten million yet, at ten million. So it would still be pretty good, which would be ridiculous for a modern MMO. Well, I mean, Blizzard. I, mean, I can see why they'd not want to publish that kind of information. That's like, like inside. It seems like it's like insider information. I guess, but at the same time, like I don't particularly think it matters. Um, I guess this would be more of a discussion when they decide to stop reporting him. But uh, no matter how you slice it, even at WoW's lowest point in Warlords of Draenor, I would say it's faith. Fair to assume that they had more active subscribers than a lot, if not almost all of the competitive competitors on the market like 10 million is absurd and even at yeah. 5 million that's absurd compared to what other MMOs are doing like it's just they continue to be a juggernaut and we always want to assume that a dip in subscribers from from wow is like it's just that they're they're done. Like WoW is done. Like it's it's dropped three million subscribers. It's fucking toast. I'm like, it shed a whole nother MMO. There's still two or three MMOs worth of population in this game right now. I don't think it's done. I, I don't think it will be for a very very long time. I mean, I think as as long as it remains profitable, there will be expansions for this game. You know, it, it could be you know. I just had a daughter. It is very feasible that she will be in high school and this game will still be active with an active and faithful community. There are people out there no, that... it's stupid. I mean, so there are people out there that still play things like Dark Age of Camelot or EverQuest. Like, and those games are way more ancient than WoW is, so... You know, there will always be a community, I think. So, next up, uh, New World Boss is up this week, Wither Jim. That guy's fun. He just kind of replicates himself, and you have to continue DPS on the original Wither Jim uh, in order to kill him. Uh, there are tons of things that will kill you that you can stand in, but they put a weird effect on the screen, so it makes it hard to see. Uh, what, what are you guys' experiences with the World Quest, Tim? Ha! Ah. Well, 
Let's see. Yeah. Uh, it was like smearing Vaseline all over the screen and attempting to kill the world boss. That was about it. It was pretty brutal. It was hilarious, but brutal. What did you think of the, the new world boss, Marcus? You know, my computer is kind of crappy. It, it does the job. It, you know, I can I can operate in a raid and not have a bad experience. But, um, you know, when you fly over an area and immediately start lagging when you get into the area, that's a problem. There was like a hundred fucking people in that cave. And I couldn't even get in. It took me like three... He got killed like three times before I could even get into the cave to get a tag. Yeah, I, I died twice because nobody was doing invites. And so uh, today I found... Well, not today, but when I killed him, I found out that you need to be alive when he dies to get credit for the world quest. You'll still get loot. You can still get loot. But uh, you won't get credit for the world quest. So I had to kill him twice. It was great. It was fantastic. Um, it's interesting that they're giving these world bosses... Because so far, the two world bosses we've seen have had super simple, easy-to-ignore mechanics, right? This was... While it's an easy mechanic, it's essentially a DPS race. Uh, it It is not easily ignorable because people are like oh there's all these guys i'm just gonna hit all my aoe abilities instead of burning down yeah, the one guy that doesn't work so uh you know it's interesting i didn't care for it it's probably been my least favorite out of the three but he's available also we kind of had a, a a shocking moment where we're like all right we know we reported on this show that it was two weeks between Wings of LFR. That's something we knew. We said it. So we were telling everybody, no, no, LFR's not opening on Tuesday. It's going to take another week. And then LFR opens up on Tuesday. And we're like, wait a fucking minute. Is that right? Like, so for a minute, I was like, did we report something wrong? Did we, What happened? And it's like, no, no, no. They came out and said, no, we opened it a week earlier than we intended. The next wing will open on the 18th. And I'm like, well, it doesn't make me feel like any less of a jackass. Uh, have either of you two been into the new wing of LFR? Nope. How about you? Oh, uh, yes, actually. It's stupid. Stupid easy? It's, yeah, oh my god, yeah, it's, it's, no, it's ridiculous. Did you get anything? I did, so I did Scenarius on, uh, LFR, and it was just, it was dumb. It was super dumb. How so? You know, I think, I did not get anything because, uh, there's no actual loot in any of these raids. I'm convinced. <sighs> Tim's having a bad time of it uh, with with luck, but eventually, you know, I'll, I'll be able to start passing pieces because I'm geared to the T. I'm kidding. I'm only at eight fifty three. What are you at, Banya or Marcus? Uh, eight fifty five, as I said earlier. What cocksmoker? God damn eight fifty five. Well, no, uh, so uh, that's open. If you care about care about LFR, it's only eight thirty five. So the chances of of having that roll high, I mean, they're still there, but. I'm not a gambling man, and one of the most valuable things that I have that I own that I can control is my time, and so I have to look at a risk-reward kind of thing where it's like, all right, am I going to waste two hours or an hour and a half trying to get into an LFR, killing all the bosses and getting out of it? What are the likelihood that I'm going to get anything productive out of it when I could spend that hour and a half, say, trying to get into Mythic Pluses or uh, farming Fell Slate to sell in the auction house? It's just so low on the give-a-fuck meter that I, I just don't care. Like, I'm, I'll probably run each of them once to clear them and say I've done them, so that'll be it. Uh, what What do you have next for me, Marcus? Uh, well, this week um, we have a couple of nice little holidays going on. Uh, they brought back our world qu- or the bonus events, you know, the weekly bonus events that we had all throughout uh, Draenor. Yeah. And all throughout Draenor. But anyway, they started with um, a world quest event where you gain 50% bonus uh, reputation from doing the world quests out in the world. So that's really huge. A lot of people are hitting their exalted with the Nightfallen, uh, utilizing this bonus. Uh, it's pretty good. There's yeah. also uh, the Dark Moon Fair is out this week, and it happens to uh, to have a mount in 7.1. Oh, nice! So come 7.1, you will be able to get the Dark Water Skate. Now, the most I don't Im- know what it is. The most important part about Dark Moon Fair being up is the plus five profession quest. So I know a lot of people are struggling to get their crafting professions to max, and while. Um, I'll get to that in a second. So, I mean, this is an easy plus five levels for those people struggling for those last, you know, 
10 or so levels. I will say this. A lot of people are really, really angry, at least that I've talked to in Guild and, and uh, on my friends list, that they're struggling so much to hit you know, max level on their crafting when... And, it, and, and like I don't understand why when there are no current recipes in the game that require you to be 800 that I know of. Like you can get the the rank threes at least in blacksmithing with a rank one blacksmith. So uh, it's it's there's no need to have it there. So I don't understand the rush and the drive to to waste these overly expensive materials trying to farm out 10, 10 profession points. I don't get it, but it's for some, you know, some people are really into it. Uh, uh, how far are you guys on your professions, Marcus? Uh, I think I'm at 780 for blacksmithing. Okay, what about you, Tim? Uh, I'm still working on jewel crafting. It's been a pain in the ass. Jewel crafting is a pain in the ass because you, it just, it's, it's a pain in the ass, trust me. Uh, well, I'll just take your word for it then. Everyone out there listening, just, that was hoping for some level of it, information. It's just really hard to get like enough gems to like level all the shit. Well, the shoulder enchant helps, right? It it actually has, no, it actually has. It's helped a lot. Um, I've gotten more gems from the stupid shoulder enchant than actually um uh, prospecting. Prospecting, yes, it's stupid. The amount of like. Or I've, I've mined leveling, not even leveling, but just like wandering around versus just the, the gems I get randomly from that children chant is stupid. Yeah, no, uh, that's also that's a pro tip. Like if you're getting ready to level a new character or whatever, you know, pay attention to the shoulder enchants. Get the ones that cause uh, satchels to drop. Like there's one that enchanters can make that you can use early on, and then the then there's other ones or behind rep rep gains. So, you know, pay attention to those. Make sure you have something on your shoulders that you can be getting extra materials from as you level. So it's very worth it. Alright. That's it for news. Next on shit you need to know. That's if I press the button. Sit down. Shut up. Time for shit you need to know. Shit You Need to Know is brought to you by, I guess, me. You can visit us over at therpgshow.com. There's tons of shows over there. Well, not tons. There's a few. There's The RPG Show. The RPG Show presents Raid Chat and uh, Video Games the Movie. Currently, uh, that might expand to more. Uh, you know, and they each have different formats and different styles, so be sure to check those out. Okay, so today uh, we're talking yet another raid encounter. We only got a couple left in this raid um, before we can move on to some class guides. And this one, I know normally what we do is we kind of go through what's going to happen. All right, but for this fight, the night uh, dragons of nightmare, there are actually a lot of different things going on, but they only really boil down to a few core mechanics. Okay, so this is this is the Brent kiss. Uh, raid strat. The keep it simple, stupid strat. All right, and this works for at least normal. Um, I, I, uh, while I'm going through this, can someone check and see what changes on heroic for me while um I talk about this in normal? Because this is a surprisingly easy fight when we did it on normal. Um, which one are we talking about? Dragons of Nightmare. Oh, fight <laughs> stupid. Well, go find out what they do additional on heroic for me because I didn't put it in the doc. Um. I don't even know. I can't even imagine. That's why you can go look at it. All right. So, um, like herding cats, guys. You don't even understand. It's like cats. So, uh, what's going to happen is on the room there, there's two sides to this room. It's like a big path, but there are these portals and these semicircles on each side. You basically divide the room in half. On the left side, we'll call it uh, side one and side two. All right, so you want to divvy, divide your group in half. So, you know, you know, one tank each side, split your healer, split your DPS. Because they uh, raping everybody out here. So, uh, the uh, what's going to happen is there's going to be two dragons on pull. All right, and there's always the big dragon and then the smaller dragon. And the smaller dragon is constantly changing out through the fight, and each one of them has a different mechanic. But the health pools remain the same, they're shared, and, you know, remain the same throughout the fight. 
the group one is going to pull the small dragon over to the small side, and the group two is going to pull the big dragon over to the big side. Yep. What They're going to be a stacking debuff on each side, right? And when it gets to, some people say seven, we've been doing it five stacks. So as soon as it gets to five stacks, the tanks are going to kind of run to the middle, meet, swap their dragons, and take them back to their respective sides. DPS healers, they don't switch. Just stay over at your side. Don't run in the middle with your tanks. Kind of stay at your side, waiting for your tank to come back with the new dragon for you to keep murdering. Um, that's all for the tanks to do. As far as everybody else is concerned, there, uh, for healers, there are a few debuffs that you want to, you know, knock out when you see them as much as you can. You know, you don't want to drain yourself, your mana specifically for debuffs, because mostly um, people should be able to avoid a lot of these with the exception of there's like a root that will grasp a player, keep them in one place, and then explode. So you want to make sure you um, dispel that so they can get out of there. Uh, aside from that, the responsibility boils down to this, and this is kind of how I explain the fight. Uh, if it's something that has targeted you, or it's an effect on the ground, get out of it. Except for the flower. Every, you want at least one person to stack on the flower to keep it from spawning ads. And then kill ads. That's it. S stay out of everything that's not the flower, and kill ads. Ads have priority and murder away at the dragon we one shot this guy uh he has been a they've been a one shot kill every time we walked in that room and you know we actually wiped uh once to ursoc sorting out the the tank swap but we did not we did not die to dragons like dragons is one shot it's uh it seems mechanically complex and that's why i don't want to sit down here and go through every um mechanic that each dragon does because it really boils down to if it's an effect or AOE, move out of it with the exception of the flower. Um, DPS ends. Kill the boss. Get loot. Um, tanks swap at five to somewhere between five and seven stacks, whatever your group is most comfortable with. Uh, and we've killed them every time. No problem. And we don't even actually lose a lot of people. So did either one of you find what changes in heroic? No, I'm looking. I, I like skimmed over this uh, this little um, article. Um, I didn't actually know that there's four dragons and they change every week. Yes, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we uh, we did not have the shadows the first week. We had the shadows this time, so it'll always like it'll change, and that's that's fair. Um, I think one of them, like the main big one, always stays the same, like the Sandra or whatever. Yeah, that's always stays the same, but the other one alters between two like there's two for the fight like one will phase in and phase they'll phase in and out of the two um but it's it's super simple like i don't want this one to seem like it's overly complex it really is not divide your group into two swap them at five stacks and you know murder ads stack on flower stay out everything else and it's it's really not too punishing that way as long as um like there's a fall there's a fog that'll put you to sleep, so if healers, you see somebody get put to sleep, try and dispel them so they can get out of that as soon as possible. Um, and then the root that blows up at the end of it, you know, those both those mechanics will kill somebody, especially in Heroic. So just, you know, stay on top of that stuff. That's It's not it's not too demanding. Um, I think anybody should be able to attack it, especially on normal. Like, that's it was stupid easy on normal, so... That's 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 shit you need to know. Like I, you know, I feel like the past couple ones have been super simple. That's because uh, I think the first there, like there, I think Nathendra is actually a more complicated fight than than Ursoc or uh, the dragons when it comes down to what you what you need to do to execute the fight. Um, Nathendra is more uh, mechanically unforgiving. At least from what we've seen, we don't know. We we haven't beaten on heroic yet, but we'll see. I'm, it'll go down next week because I mean we were we were sub ten percent when we hit the uh, the enrage timer, so it it'll be fine. Like we'll get it with a few more pieces. But so that's it for shit you need to know. We do have an email, a new email. I'll go ahead and read that here. It says, "Hey fellas, uh, let me just do that." Uh, I've been playing WoW on and off since vanilla, and after getting back into it for Legion, I went searching for podcasts related to the game. There was no shortage of options, but Raid Chat was the only one I really enjoyed. Well, thank you. The informative nature of the show mixed with laughs and information, uh, informal, 
nature of the show. Yeah, we're, we're a bunch of slap nuts. Uh, show mixed with laughs and information, good shit. A very casual player, so asking for any advice probably wouldn't be relevant. But I'm always interested in hearing what keeps people coming back to WoW. Are you hooked on the lore of Azeroth? Is it the guildies who keep you interested, or maybe a sense of adventure you find in the game? Not meaning to get too philosophical and shit, just wondering. Anyway, I hope the show continues. You've got a long-term listener in me. Uh, I don't have that your name on here. I want to say... I'll pull that up. So, um, what keeps you playing, Marcus? Like, what is it that keeps bringing you back to, to, to WoW? I think it's the storytelling. You know, Blizzard has always done a really great job in, um, in giving us a great story to enjoy. And that was Vinny that sent that in, so thank you very much for your email. Uh, Thanks, Vinny. Vinny. Alright, so Tim, what keeps you coming back to the game? Um, it's just, you know, it's fun. Uh, I mean, let me just, I mean, it's just the people I play with, number one. Uh, you guys, other people I play with, it's just... Not us, the other people he plays with. He hates, he hates us. Yeah, fuck he you said, too. He, he said that in Raid tonight. He said he hates everyone that he raids with yeah. in our guild. So yeah, fuck you too, specifically. But Sp- everybody else, Sp- other Sp- than you Sp- Sp- <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but no, really, it is the people I like. I, I play with on a regular basis. So it keeps me coming back, and uh, it was just this this whole expansion has just been amazing to uh, to play through. All right, no, um, so I know he says not to get too philosophical and shit, but that's the only way I know how, Vinny. I'm sorry, but uh, you know, I think for a lot of people. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I'll speak to me personally before I speak to um, part of me and a lot of people. But for me, um, it's hasn't always been the people I play play with. This has been my longest stretch without a break in WoW, um, and I do think that's probably due to um, this guild that I'm in and the people I'm writing with. I think that's a big part of it. Um, I always enjoy the story, but I think I'm able to enjoy the story apart from WoW, like there have been times where I haven't been playing WoW, but I've kept up with the story, the lore of it, without feeling an urge to play. Um, it, I think it has a lot to do with um, how I like RPGs in general. So, console, single-player experiences, tabletop experiences, and multiplayer experiences, which tabletop is kind of a multiplayer experience as well. Um, but the sort of uh, adventure and uh, achievement of it really, I really enjoy. So in a single player experience, you're presented with a narrative, uh, like a bad guy that you got to go and you do the thing and you play and you play and you play and you beat it and it, you're left with an impactful feeling on yourself. Tabletop, you it, that is a that is a sense of camaraderie that you can also find in MMOs where it's you know a bunch of people sitting around essentially a table playing a video game together um, and that's that's how kind of how I view MMOs is it's 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 like an automated tabletop experience where we're all sitting around we're trying to go into the the dungeon of of Nazgalore to kill the dragon Gur like that that kind of shit um, and that's that's really awesome to me and I really enjoy it the uh, and this is where I kind of get more philosophical because you know there's a term, um, is it like chasing the dragon, right? So like the you'll never that first you'll never get a high as good as that first high, right? And I think that's kind of true for a lot of players of WoW, where uh, you know there's everybody can really look back at that one thing, right? That one boss kill that just fucking gave you chills when you beat it. Like, you were so elated. You were so just jacked up. You couldn't go to sleep. Like, you were just so fucking pumped when you killed it. And killing difficult bosses still gives you a rush. But I don't think we'll ever again feel that that first time or that, that really super pumped up end boss that you got to kill. And, uh... I think a lot of us are still looking for that. Like we play because we, you know, we we really want that that team achievement of going in and killing the thing, right? Uh, I think that may have shifted more to like now. Um, 
that may be less of a case because we've we've spent so long invested in these characters. Long time players have just spent so many hours of their life on one little virtual piece of shit that like you feel compelled to make sure your little digital piece of shit is all the stuff, right? Because like you've you've already invested the time. You are connected to that little virtual turd bucket more than you know any other thing, any other video game character that you could be connected to. Because you know, like like I said, I'll go take it back to the single player RPG experience. Um, I have more connection to my character in WoW than I would say fucking Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII or, you know, uh, any of the main characters of Soikoden or, or Ryu from uh, Breath of Fire or Dragon Quest. Like, none of these guys, while they have their own experience that I was a part of, will never be as epic to me as far as characters go as my dude who saved the world for a decade now. The motherfucker. Right, like, uh, and so I feel this um, compulsion to kind of uh, remain attached to the world that I've spent so much time and effort in, and um, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, it's just become a part of what I do, and when I'm not enjoying doing it, I step away. Uh, there are, you know, there are responsibilities involved in in raiding and leading people in in in. Uh, in guilds, but I think the three of us here have always been in- incredibly honest when it comes to well, we're not having fun, we're not going to play. So um, there's no pressure, but there is that compulsion to, you know, why do I need to kill the guys? Well, because they're bad guys and because I want my dude to have the pretty pieces of, of, of shit on. So you guys agree with that at all? I mean, I, I was talking with my brother the other day about, um, you know, it kind of goes back to like that first high experience, and we were talking about how like we'll never, we'll never be able to be a brand new player, you know, get that experience of uh, you know starting up your level one character, you don't know where the fuck you're going, and and what's a guild, and who's all these people around here, like, like you'll never find that again, and I guess through raiding, you can kind of, um, you can kind of get some somewhat of a uh, like that euphoric experience, but um. It's never the same. And I think the closest we get is when these new expansions come out, right? When there's yeah. new stuff to do or or a big content patch when it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, what do I got to do? What? Uh, all right. And You feel lost. Like you feel like a noob again. But it's awesome because it's a world to explore in. And then within a week, you've found all the information. You've read it all on the internet and you know what you're doing and it's back to the oh, same. Oh, you don't know? Like, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, what about you, Tim? Do you Do you agree with any of that? Yeah, no, it's 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 rough when everything is like new. Well, ha, what I mean, do you feel a sense of compulsion to keep your little digital pieces of shit geared up? Like, is that a thing? No. That you, oh no, God no. Yeah, like I'm. I, so I'm like I'm trying to like get my warrior geared up, okay? Because obviously my warrior is my raiding main, but I'm like trying to gear up my rogue too because I enjoy my rogue has been pretty fun. But uh, yeah. And, you know, it's it, it, it's been crazy because everybody's like, this is the worst um, expansion ever for alts. It is, but it, it is, but it's not because well, it's like, weird because it is the worst expansion for alts because it requires so much time, but there's so much different content gated behind each class and spec that you feel even more obligated to have alts than before because you want to see all the extra shit that other classes get to do. But at the same time, like, it is impossible to gear more than one character effectively. You follow? Unless, of yeah. course, you have no life and you can play WoW for 24 hours a day. When are you going to sleep? Meh! Meh! So, I mean, you got to sleep, you got to poop. Everybody's got to do that. And you should shower. If you're listening to me and you have not showered in the past 24 hours, just go take your phone, set it on the sink next to the bath, and take a goddamn shower while you listen to us talk. Because, I mean, 
That's right. Just underneath, like, you got to get down in the butt crack, like, up through the taint area. Because, like, you're gross in there, dude. You've been sitting on the chair. You've been sweating. You're a little overweight. There's, like, a potato chip in there. You just, like, scoop that out, man. Get that out of there. Nobody wants to smell your butt funk. Nope. Yes, that's crawling away because you haven't fucking cleaned your taint out in two weeks. You're gross. So, um, yeah. I'm done with that. Uh, but, no, I mean... I'm curious as to what keeps other people listening to this show coming back. So if you're listening to the show, um, I'd also like you to answer Vinny's question. Send us an email so we know what keeps you playing. Is it the story? Is it friends? Is it content? Like, is it is it just the the act of killing these new raid bosses? This progression of it is that what keeps you coming back? Or are you chasing the dragon? Are you you know you're looking for that? That first time you killed Kael'thas, like, god damn, that felt good. And then you want to feel that again. Um, let us know. So, uh, again, thanks for the uh, question and the discussion there, Vinny. We really appreciate it. And before we close out the show here, we have a new review on the U.S. iTunes Store. Uh, five stars, entertaining and informative by Dr. Rock on episode... Or episode... <laughs> October 4th, 2016. It says, jumping back into Legion after years away from WoW, good to hear from other adults, in quotations, who actively play the raid. So thanks for pointing out that we're all man-children uh, and that we pre- we behave we behave like teenagers, and that's fine. Banyu's 12 years old, so, I mean, our collective average age is brought down. So uh, I appreciate that. But no, uh, no, we really appreciate the review. Um, and keep them coming because uh, each one that you guys leaves pushes us higher in the the ratings on iTunes and makes us easier to find. Now I know we're you know the the whole informal thing. We're not everybody's cup of tea, but I want as many people that that might enjoy us to listen um, as possible. It's you know that's it is what it is. So all right, let's do the thing. Anybody have anything else to add about Vinny's thing or the Doctor Rock's? Uh uh, review there before I pull We're not up. informal, they're informal. Uh, I mean, I am wearing a suit. My birthday suit. Good. Nice. Yeah, okay. So let's pull up the beautiful, beautiful scam music. Alright. Here's the thing. You can visit our home on the web at thermpgshow.com. Just click on that raid chat link right there. Uh, a few other things on the website. There's their forums, uh, other shows, that kind of thing. Um, be sure to leave us a rating and review. Each one counts, and we love you for it. And yes, I mean the dirty, dirty love, like raw dogging sex in the back of the room kind of kind of love. Uh, you send us an email, podcast at thermpgshow.com. Just put raid chat in the title line so uh, it goes to the right box. I... Follow us on Twitter at the RPG Podcast. It's most of the other show, but you can reach me there. Uh, I think that's it, guys. I think that's really it. And until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Peace. Bye. Peace. I forgot to turn my AC off, and that noise has been going the entire episode, and now I'm sad. Ah. So sad. Uh. This is gonna be a hum, guys.